You are now listening to Sir Inch the Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything king. Now, this podcast only caters to those that are 18 up above and may not be suitable for work, or as we like to say, as But remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink cares folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. Let's get into it. How's everybody doing out there? Hello, kinky and kink cares folk out there. It's your boy, Sir Inc. And tonight, I'm going to be sipping on... Let me get my hat right. Let me get my brim right. What's going on here? Tonight, I'm going to be sipping on Woodford Reserve. Let me get that up in here real quick so I could do... Salute to all of you. Cheers. Salutations on this nice hump day. Very chilly hump day here in Philadelphia. And what do I have for you guys tonight? Well, I have a conversation about spoiled men, and it kind of hit me uh, setting up some travel arrangements and talking to different guys, and you'll hear this in this pre-recorded video I did, but I want to also preface this by saying we have first world problems, and we were raised by probably second world people who were raised by... Uh, third world people. So what I mean is when people first settled here, it was very rustic. It was very raw. And, you know, our great grandparents and great, great grandparents built this world that we live in today. And it traveled up the chain to us right now. And uh, my mother being a baby boomer, who's come from that second class world into the first class world. But what happened in that transition is we've we've lost some of those hardcore values that make us um, very diligent, more strong, and uh, and so like now we just we just have a lot of stuff going on, and I think because every generation want wants best or better for the younger generation than their generation, I think we spoiled um, ourselves a little too damn much. I think the the men are spoiled, which is horrible, which is this is more centered around the men. But as well, a couple of people commented on a couple of posts that was saying, like, look, the women have been spoiled, too. And, you know, the women need to be held accountable as well. Well, yes, uh, I won't blame the women for being mothers and nurturing, but I have to blame, you know, um, our first world problems is everybody's independent. And when everybody's independent, we lack the the external forces that make us have to work together, that make us have to be together. So what happens is we end up like, I can be on my own. I'm independent. I can be on my own. So everybody's by themselves. So what, what happens to the kids? So the girls are being raised to be independent and strong and the boys are, are, are being raised to be a little weak, a little dependent. And this is showing up in relationships. And I know all you guys are seeing this. Women, y'all, ladies, y'all, y'all dealing with this. Y'all dealing with these kind of dudes. Good evening, Monica. How are you? Cheers to you. Thank you for being here with me. Always appreciate you. And so we have first world problems. 
and we are struggling to get along. But it's amazing that if you go to third world countries, though their family structures are very much is intact. They're making it work. No matter if you say women are not treated as first class citizens, some some places women are maybe not as equal, but they still have um, they do still have opportunity to be able to work, go to school, and be in, you know and be successful. But uh, those societies, those third world societies, those people still because they don't they don't make a lot of money. Um, they have to be together, you know, they have to make it work. Um, places like China, here in America, the UK, where people are more independent financially and do their own thing, education is high. It's not a high marriage rate. There's not a lot of families still together. So at any rate, let me stop rambling. Without further ado, I'm going to put on this video for you guys so you can check out what I'm thinking about men being spoiled and my experience my experience lately with this that made me think about this and here i'm presenting it to you what up everybody how are you wishing you well and my topic of today is why can't men do things without women what kind of society have we raised where women are made to do everything and men can't do shit but be there and so one of the things that I've been noticing, it is a a role reversal going on here. Not even a role reversal. I just think ladies have raised spoiled men. And I mean spoiled rotten. And you hear that term spoiled rotten, but really what does that mean? Just look around. There's just men not out here, just men are out here just not taking charge. Men are not out here being in control of their circumstances. It's almost like find you a lady, find you a wife, a girlfriend, and just let her do every damn thing. Let her call all the shots. Let her make all the arrangements. Let her do every damn thing for you. And I just don't roll like that, you know? And I just even notice it like even when guys are planning trips to go with their friends, right? It's like it could be 10 guys and everybody just puts all the onus on one guy to have everything done. None of the other nine know shit. They don't know anything that's going on. 
All they know is I'm going on the trip. I'm leaving on Thursday. I I think we're coming back on Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. They don't know anything. And so my recent experience with, you know, orchestrating a trip to Dominican Republic, I was supposed to go with a client of mine. And prior, you know, we're a month away. And two weeks ago, he started changing stuff up about when he was leaving. Now he's not going to leave the same day as me. Now he's not coming back the same day as me. He's going to leave earlier to go there. He's going to come back earlier. So it's like, okay. So he starts changing things up. So the way I work, I, I travel. And I'm used to traveling. So I've traveled intercontinentally and I travel internationally by myself. And so, and, I, and I've traveled with my, at the time, wife and two kids from, you know, United States to Brazil and Brazil and back. So I'm used to traveling. And one of the things is, as a man, um, I was always raised like the men need to have, you know, things together. Like I look at men as the last line of defense. And so I just don't understand how men just can't orchestrate shit. And like, if I'm orchestrating a trip within for 10 dudes, everybody's going to have the same information I have. So if anything goes wrong, everybody has the same information. So now, as of yesterday, the guy that I was traveling with, my client, and he's a friend, he straight canceled on me. Now, he has damn good reason. He had a, a family tragedy. So now, not only is he leaving early and coming back early, but now he can't go at all. And I feel for him because he lost his brother. So, I mean, I, I can't, what can I say? I can't speak ill of him in this situation. But even beyond that, even without the tragedy, he still started changing stuff up, which is uncomfortable for a person that's never been to, for me, I've never been to the Dominican Republic. I don't speak Spanish. So, the way I travel is I make sure we're going, we're all going together, we're coming back together. When we're out there, we're doing things together, so on and so forth. However, I'm a resourceful person. I have friends all over the damn place. So I made my connections. I'm good. I have everything taken care of. I got my Airbnb. I got my tourist person that's going to pick me up from the airport. I got everything taken care of. And to my guy's credit, he did come speak to me face to face. And straight told me what he was going through. And he connected me with the, his people down there. So I'm more than well taken care of. So I got to give him props in that way. But I'm still going to get into the story about my other friends that are down there. And what's going on with them. So now let's talk about them. Okay. And so on the other side of that, when I'm asking my other friends, like, okay, where are you guys going to be staying in uh you know in in Sassua, Dominican Republic so I could try to get an Airbnb close to you guys they have no damn idea they can't even get the information so now they're wholly dependent on somebody else so now two weeks later after they get back to me they're like the information at verbatim as my friend um my friend told me he's uh, my friend Ak told me he said uh the information is we won't know where the address of where we're staying until three days before we go for security purposes. Okay, here we go. Now we just straight in nonsense. Cool. So 
I understand that for security purpose. I get that. But I'm just saying, like, what, you know, y'all going to be in that neighborhood? I just want to try and find out what neighborhood they're in so I can. So, from what I'm understanding now is, like, the sewer is so small, no matter where I get a spot, it'll be in proximity to where they are. All right, fine. Boom. So, not even mad at them. Whatever. So, but I'm saying all this to say, it's like, why guys just don't have like plans, information, like no one really knows what time they leaving, what time they come back, they just know I'm leaving on them. I don't know what airline we getting on, like like guys are like freaking babies. Like, dude, you gotta take control over your narrative. Like, you need to know when you're leaving, who's the contact person. Let's say everybody gets split up. Like, do you know the guy's number? Do you know where the spot's gonna be? Do you know what do you know? But that's just the way my mind works. My mind works like plan A, B, and C, which I love to have at least A and B. And in most cases, I like to have a C just in case, especially when you're traveling to somewhere that they don't speak English as a first language. So I just, and, and just in general, looking at what I see online, looking at guys talk, being around people, seeing how they are in their relationships, a lot of dudes have, have just do not want any power. They don't want any control over their life. They just want to hand themselves over to their woman and do what she says and have his little stuff carved out for him, and that's it. But all the planning, going on vacations, and so on and so, so, on and so forth, all that is left to the woman. Yo, y'all going on vacation? Like, a cousin of mine, him and his wife were going on vacation. Cool. Like, so, like, where y'all going? Are we going to um, Florida? Okay. But any other details about going to Florida, he don't know. He don't know what where they're getting to rent a car. He don't really know what time they're leaving. He don't. He didn't even know that, there's a, that you can put your boarding passes on your phone. He didn't even know that you could put your boarding pass on your phone because to him... Well, my wife handles all that. She's going to have the boarding passes for me, my kids. Like, really? Like, really? Like, there is no plan B. You can't have boarding passes too. Lord forbid she lose her phone. Lord forbid she do something crazy. I just had a friend go to Panama, and his wife lost whatever they needed to check in to get into the country. She lost that on her phone. Then her phone died. But he had his. But he didn't have hers, too. See what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of disconnect with men being able to hold things down and, 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 and plan properly and have the A and B. So my guy's wife, um, phone is in charge. She doesn't have the information she needs. He needs to have all that, too. She, she doesn't have it. I got hers right here. Bam. But he had his. Now, they're telling him, okay, well, you got to leave this security area and go out there and get your bags. But he's like, damn, that's my wife. I'm going to leave my wife. Like, sir, you can't stay here. So now you got to be separated from your wife because y'all wasn't prepared. And he, and he a goofy dude like that where, like, he puts everything on his, on his wife. And I get it. But, like, sometimes we're asking women to do too damn much. Why can't you share and why can't you hold it down? Why can't, okay, what's the information? I need that too. Because men are supposed to have their woman's back. How can you have her back if, you don't, if you're not equipped with the information or the tools to be able to look out? Like, 
a lot of times we 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 our lookout is I got the money, so if the bills don't get paid, I can take her back on it. Like, come on, y'all. Come on, like as a man, you gotta have all this stuff mapped out. I grew up with grandparents where where you know, we're traveling. They got a map open. My grandfather had the whole map of how they was going to get there, what route they had to take when they got there. To, like, mapped out where they're going to stay. Hotel, all that. Like, my grandfathers knew all this stuff. This was, I mean, both my, my, my grandfather and my grandmother knew this, but my grandfather was, was the driving force. Not only driving, literally driving, but the driving force behind the whole damn trip. Having everything done. Having everything packed. Having the oil checked. Having all the fluids in the car checked. Like, you see this stuff. This is the kind of men I grew up with. So, when I see men like this, I'm like, what happened? Did the women that raised us just spoil us to the point where we don't know what it is to be men? Have our fathers fallen so far short that they ill-equipped us to be able to handle our business as men? Understanding what it is to be a man. The man has to be the fail-safe. The fail safe. The fail safe is no matter what happens, they look into you for answers and you got them. So all that information about traveling, she has it, but he has it too. If he don't have it, she might lose it. Again, right in the Godfather, true statement. Michael, women and children can be careless, not men. That's a true statement. We got to get back to men being accountable. Bro, if she, if women lose shit all the time. All the time. All the time. I just heard my client, female client, travel with her daughter to a whole, whole other country for a wedding. When they're getting out the car at JFK, they get their ticket and she like, should I put the ticket in my car or should I put the ticket in my pocketbook? And they're like, uh, uh, you go ahead, you just put it in your pocketbook. No. A man in that situation says, give me the ticket. We put it in the car by the visor. What happens? Five, four, three, two, one. They get back to the airport. No ticket. I don't know what happened to the ticket. I thought I put it in my pocketbook here. It's not there. Da, 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 da. Carelessness. That carelessness caused them a whole other hour of their life in the airport parking garage, parking lot, trying to figure it out. So they end up having to go hit this emergency call button and then they got to go, you know, thank God these airports, especially JFK, are so advanced that they take pictures of your license plate when you pull in. So they had to look at the, you know, track the license plate through the system. They found out they came in on this day, blah, blah, blah. So they was able to pay and leave. But that still cost them another hour of inconvenience because they just didn't want to take two minutes to walk the damn ticket back to the fucking car. You give it to, a, you give it to this woman who got a lot of shit going on in her bag. You just don't do shit like that. As a man, let's keep it simple. Put the goddamn ticket back in the car. And when we come back to the car, we know the ticket's there. You put you put that thing in your, your, your pocketbook. Even as a man, you put that in your pocket, your wallet. I mean, come on. Anything can happen. You know how much stuff you're dealing with when you're traveling? Do you know how much stuff you're dealing with when you're traveling? 
how many papers and you got to fill out declaration pages and, you know, your, your, your plane tickets and all this other stuff. And men don't carry pocketbooks. So a little, it's a little easier on us. But damn, I mean, come on, y'all. Come on, brothers. I really need men to step up and teach your boys how to be wholly responsible. How do they need to be the Michael Jordan in their relationship? When all else fails, 23 got it. Michael Jordan, all, Michael Jordan scored 40 plus points in the game. And one of the assistant coaches came up to him and said, you know, Mike, you, you dropped a lot of points. And, um, you know, um, we did win the game, but there's no I in team. And Michael Jordan said, he looked at that assistant head coach and said, there's no I in team, but there's an I in win. And whether it happens with the team or with me, we're going to win. That's alpha male mentality. We need to get back to that. Thank you for listening. Let me know what y'all think about this. I'm sick of these soft dudes. I'm sick of these dudes that don't know how to function as um, responsible men. Responsible how I grew up. I know we're in this new age and alpha females and beta males and simps and all this extra craziness going on. You know, asexual, pansexual, la, 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 all that crap. But as a man... Whether I'm traveling with a group or whether I'm traveling alone. I need all information. I need all information. If some dumb stuff happens. And when you're dealing with multiple people that you can't really control their actions, stuff happens. People can get split up. Like, what is my course of action if things go left? So, that's my thoughts on this, guys. Let me know what you think. Again, you guys know how to contact me, Sir INQ, on everything Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, SirINQ.com. You can always email me, SirINQ09 at gmail.com. Talk to me. What's going on? Send me uh, any memes or comments that you want me to comment on. And of course, I'll make that happen. Until next time, peace. So, yeah, I'm ranting out tonight. Uh, I'm ranting, I'm ranting out tonight because I think it's an emergency. I think it's an extreme emergency that we start talking to men about being, first of all, the principles of being a male and then a responsible male. And then we have to talk about a responsible male in a relationship. Whether it be love, friendships, just, just core principles. Like, we've we fallen out here. And there's just a lot of men. And I had a conversation last night with a friend uh, that's a sex therapist. And I had a conversation with some guys today. And the struggle is real for just men to be up front about their what they want in life and and claiming that you know the power that that has and there's just a lot of men just talking to men they, they like they accept some craziness in relationships um and i mean that's how you choose to live your life but i just see god just not stepping up to the plate and just being solid now uh Vakri did say hold up 
men can be careless too, sir. You gotta admit. And that's the point of my rant is that men should never be careless. Like, you can fuck up. You can make a mistake. You can't be careless. You just, you cannot, as a man, be careless. We have to get back to that being unacceptable in men. Carelessness should not be a trait in a man. And if it is, get away from that man. Get away from that man. Matter of fact, if, if carelessness is in someone's um, character in general, you might want to get away from that person, male or female. Honestly, if you're trying to do shit in life, you know, because those them, them carelessness things can put a lot of things at, at risk. And trust me, I've I've dealt with a careless woman before, and it can only ruin your fucking life, straight like that. And that's based on my experience. Now, maybe that's not true for someone else. Okay, cool. But I'm just saying, for me, what I'm trying to accomplish in life, things I'm trying to do. Like she just couldn't, she couldn't hold it. She couldn't hold her into the bargain down. Just, just on the straight up, just being able to take care of herself. Like, make sure that she got her shit together. You know, and you know this. But there's a concerted conversation going on, at least amongst my circle of friends, and in, and in my business, which is a barbershop, which we promote healthy conversation to men and uh, my friend Steve my friend Steve was telling a guy a friend of his about his dating issues and all that right uh, hey Francis how you doing and uh, he was saying you know man girls this dating that doing this da 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 took this girl out she's on the phone da 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 and I got this girl I got that girl but I'm trying not to this, that, and other, this, that, and other. And the guy told him, he said, hey, man, did you ever think about just telling him the truth? And my guy was like, huh? Like, yeah, that, that works? Like, he, he, he really had a puzzled look like, that that works? Even as he's telling me the story, he's saying that, like, damn, I never knew that worked. So, like, what, what, what have we been teaching, man? Going back to that. We've been teaching men how to be fucking liars and evasive. And for me, that's some female shit. That is a female, that's female energy. Like men need to say, this is who I am. This is how I'm rolling. And, and, and roll off of that, no matter what it is. You know, you got men that are like, you know, they want to be alone. They want to work. Duh, duh, duh. You got men that want to be in relationships, like monogamous relationships. No fucking around. You know, they on their square you know, with it. So you you have variations, but I just think no matter how you trying to live this thing as a man, you need to just claim that shit. Do you do your thing. Then that way everybody that's in your life knows their position. Everybody knows what they should expect or at least, you know, some foundation of how things are gonna go with you. So if that's not happening if that clarity is not happening and the and or the words that are coming out of his mouth and his actions don't match, you gotta take that in consideration as a character flaw there. You know, but listen, if you're the type of person that needs entertainment, you know, these lying dudes will keep you entertained, for sure. Guys that aren't liars that live their life very 
um, disciplined in that way, that's driven, that want things out of life, that ain't just women or centered around women, like them some different dudes. Like those those are solid dudes. But that those kind of men don't always they're not always the sexy pick. They're not always the dudes that got the charisma or the character charismatic or very sociable. You know? But they're I mean they're good dudes and they can socialize, right? But they're not going out on the town guys. You know what I'm saying? So I just think we just, you know, at least we're promoting conversation about men being men and 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 saying who you are and what you want. And those things, those things that I wanted at 20 changed at 30 and it changed at 40 and it changes as I'm getting into my 50s. It's changing, you know, as it should. It should mature, you know, but at every stage of my life. Let's just say. Yeah, for every stage of my life, I would say since 25 years old, I've been, you know, pretty straightforward with who I who I am and what I want in life. But my life has kind of put me in that position. And I'm blessed because working around men and for another man of my color uh, to see a functional environment, you know, to, to grow up with strong male figures in my life even though my father wasn't really in my life but my grandfathers my uncles all solid men you know i've i've gained a pretty good grasp of what success looks like in men we talking about alpha males or men that just know what they want and it's not always going to be the sexy pig he might be obsessed with something more than you right but you benefit from if you agree to how he's living, you 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 benefit from the fruits of his labor. I don't know. I it, it is I don't know where we how we've gotten here. Like we're got we I swear to God, men just are not out here being real. Like I I'm flabbergasted by the amount of men that think the same, like date the same. Like this whole thing that I see online is a bunch of people doing the same thing. They're going at it the same way. And it's, it's really crazy. And these people think they're free, but they're really not. They're really locked into this paradigm that they might not even really fit in. And then, so you're trying to fit into this paradigm of whatever but then your behavior like your behavior your energy your behavior is what it is no matter what you agree to if you agree to be in a monogamous relationship but you know you got desires for other people you know outside of that like you're just not a one woman man or one man woman you know you're going out there you're going to go out there because you can't say no to it you feel me? You can't like you can't say no to yourself. It's just better to embrace who you are, be one hundred with that. So that way, the people that come into your life enhance your life. You know what I'm saying? You you do you do something for them, they do something for you. Like you know, this whole not really being who you are to be with somebody, or or again for men not knowing how to be in relationships is fucking pathetic. 
like men don't know how to be men to women anymore. And within that, there is compromise. There is negotiating positions, um, expected outcomes, expected behaviors, you know. But I'm not hearing too many men having those kind of conversations with women. Like, men are scared to even talk. Like, we've been raised by our moms. Easy to talk to a woman. But they just can't be real with them. They can't ever be real with them. But I ain't going to kill y'all ears. This is what I got for the night. Um, I don't know. I just think, listen, if you listen to it, if you're a solid dude and you're hearing this, if you're a woman that has boys or has a son, just make sure he's around solid men. Men that will sow into them. It's so key, man. It's so key. Like, we really have to get... We're going in a bad way. And the only way to get back to where we need to be has to start with the men for me. Uh, we have to be held accountable because the women are doing all they fucking can. So, I mean, I think we have to do more. But we have to be more solid in, you know, in that emotional, intelligent way. First of all, intelligence. Second of all, communicating. And... You know, third of all, that emotional intelligence, that emotion and that connection, you know, understanding how your how your actions, you know, your your actions reflect your character. Like you can try to hide yourself, but people that you're closest to know see who you are. It's like, oh, you do you want to believe me or, or your lying eyes? Like, come on, seriously. So you can't you can't get around it. I just don't know why we waste so much energy and time not being ourselves. It's disingenuous. It's really being disrespectful to yourself first. You know, so at any rate, let me know what you think. Thank you for listening to my rant tonight. And um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be putting up something else this week. I'm, I'm a minute. I'm back. I'm putting up some things, looking at memes. I'm, I'm talking on some things. I do have another one I just put up. Let me talk about that real quick. Let's let's get into that real, real, real quick. Well, I tell you, I tell you, social media. I love it. Out of pocket. Okay, so I did a podcast on a meme that was posted, and the, the meme goes: "Never speak when your man is talking." Bow your head down and wait until he says speak. And so some people, you know, kind of agree with that. Uh, but only in a way that if that man is her dominant, does she give him that kind of respect and cachet? Uh, and then, um, you know, it, go, it someone said it goes both ways as far as you know, common courtesy not to overtalk somebody or not to, right, you know, not to overtalk some talk when someone else is talking, you know. And, and that is, I completely agree with that, which in that podcast that I did on this, I, I definitely said that. Like, we have to get straight human decency back. And see, this is why I always, this, and this is another reason why I said men got have to be on point. Now, the way <clears throat> someone commented on, like, the way this is written is written in a way that 
it does not say, um, it's not like this guy's making a broad statement. He's not really making a personal statement to himself, but he's making a broad statement. So he's like hitting this topic with a broad stroke. You know what I mean? And I agree with that. Like it could be misleading, but again, people pull shit just to get, you know, comments and controversial stuff, which I mean, that's why we are talking about it. Right. But, uh, I don't see anything wrong with, uh, not speaking when, when the man is talking, uh, bow your head down. I think it's the triggering one for a lot of people and wait until he says speak. So I don't know when I'm talking to, uh, a woman, whether she's a submissive or not, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to have, if we're having a serious conversation, I want eye contact. Matter of fact, I'm with eye contact with whoever I'm talking to, honestly, with the series. For sure, it has to be eye contact involved. Um, and I know, I, I, you know, maybe because I worked around men all my life. So that's just what it is. Like, men communicate like that. Like, you know, you're taught to look a man in his face and say what you got to say. So, you know, but um, so I like eye contact. So bow your head down and... Um, until you until I'm finished talking, I mean, no, not really. I need you to look at me as I'm talking, so we can, so you can understand. Like, you know, my soul need to talk to your soul. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I'm not with that, but if that's the way he likes it. Then great. Uh, and then he says until he says speak. So I think you know there are just some things that when you have conversations and you go through this process of understanding someone and them understanding you these are kind of things that don't have to be said it's like kind of falls in line you know uh if you're dealing with someone that like i wouldn't deal with anyone that talks when i talk i'd be like you know what this chick is just argumentative and that's not what i'm trying to get out of here i'm not trying to get that out like i'm allow you to express yourself i'm express i'm express myself I'm allow you to express yourself or whatever the case may be, vice versa. And we can have a conversation. But when you start over talking people, it just shows one lack of respect for the person you're talking to. I mean, lack lack of respect to the person you should be listening to. And also when you are talking when someone else is trying to talk, you may be missing something in there that would make your point either more valid or answer your fucking question. You can't, you know, there's a difference between hearing someone and listening. Listening just takes ultimate reserve. Like, okay, let me just let you get it out. Hearing it is like, I'm, I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you, but I can't wait to jump. It's like jump rope. You like, you hearing somebody, but you, you there, you know, how don't girls do? They be, and then they, you know, the girl jump in, boom, and she's just ready to jump in and run your shit out. Like it's not that deep. When you want to be understood, when you want to hear what someone else is thinking, you don't over talk them. Like you gotta have respect. But this is what I'm saying. We gotta get back to men understanding what respect is. I don't have these problems. I don't. I don't. I don't have these problems whether I'm dealing with a vanilla chick or whether I'm dealing with. Uh, a sub, uh, someone in the lifestyle that's submissive. Submissive is sweet. Like, you don't... 
I mean, I don't date vanilla girls, but I've never really had that experience with vanilla girls like this. But, um, yeah, I mean, submissive women, I've never had these issues with submissive women. Like, having to tell them something like this. Like, I, it's just, I think some things are expected. But when I show respect, love, gratitude, that comes back. So, you know, guys got to understand, like, you have to put in, you, you really get out what you put in. But you just don't get that overnight. Like, it takes time to build connection with people. You just can't jump in. Just because you might have had sex with her uh, quick doesn't really mean that you're really connected to Listen, That doesn't mean, like, you really have her connected to you in a way that you don't even have to tell her this type of stuff. She just automatically feels like, let me let him talk. And then I'll... When he... It's done, and, you know. Like, you've had conversations with people, right? And you said your piece, and then someone's like, well, may I speak now? Like, I mean, this is, you know. I, I mean, I seriously, um, we struggling out here. Just just communication, struggling. But I think a lot of fucked up communication is dealing with people not really being comfortable with who they are and really saying it. But... Anyway, again, let me know what you guys think. Thank you for watching. You guys know where you can reach me, sir. Inq09 at gmail.com. Sir Inq on everything Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And check out kingspace.net. Um, I will see you next week, Wednesday night. Sir Ink Speakeasy. Until then, be blessed.